That would have been prime cold open territory. I, I'm just started recording. I'll start again. That's all right. We can do a cold open list one. We've done no, that before. Like a cold open list one. I think episode three had no cold open. Just right into the theme song. Listen, sister, I don't dance. And I can't take time out now to learn. Smoke mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Bye. We're more like treasure protectors. Who's scruffy looking? They're gonna hate us at the beginning, but we'll get them in the air. <laughs> okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith. Thank you for joining us today. Today we have got a full full show for you, but uh, first and foremost, I just want to let you know that. It is, it is a little late here on the East Coast where we uh, all three of us reside, and so we are recording at 10.44 p.m. <laughs> this is the latest we've ever recorded an episode of Loose Concept. This is Loose Concept after dark. So if things get a little loopy, that's why. You get the, you know the feeling. But uh, before we go any further, I'd like to introduce you to my two co-hosts. Firstly, we got the mean green hot take machine from Virginia, <laughs> the one and only Sean Mackey. Sean. What is up? Everything's up, dude. <laughs> Stock market's up. Just came off a three-day weekend. Got the short week. Ooh. You're tan. Looking, looking You're good. Rested. Getting that, getting that, that poolside tan. The beard's growing. Beard continues the vibes are to flowing. grow. Hair continues to grow. Just Ooh, the flow, good. dude. Summer, the summer flow. Feel bad for the people listening. They can't see how fresh you look right now. You're looking, you're looking fine, Sean. Mighty fine. Thank Mighty you. fine. Appreciate it, boys. Also joining us tonight on the other end of the line from the across the internet airwaves, we're talking to the rowdiest rocker near New Rochelle. That's Yikes. right. The one and only Rudy Rudolph. Yikes. Rudy, what What's is up? up? Boys? How's it going it's there? Going, um like one to ten. It's like a five, maybe. Okay. It's only the only reason it's up to a five <laughs> is because this podcast, I'm spending time with my boys talking about a great movie. But let me just run you through my day real quick. Hop up out of bed, do a work meeting, got to go to the doctor's office to get my blood taken, okay? Walk into the office, this lady in a hazmat suit shoots me with a gun in the forehead, gauges my temperature, grants me access. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Get pricked in the elbow, take lose some blood, lose some weight, and as I'm driving home, I'm just enjoying the nice, beautiful weather, and I got my hand out the window, and a freaking bumblebee lands on my neck, okay? (laughs) Oh my god. It stings me twice. Dude, so I had to it? drive home, and I'm still like just talking about it. Gives me chills because it get like I don't know if you guys have ever been stung by a bee in the neck, oh, but the yeah. poison you could feel the poison coursing through your veins, just giving you like <laughs> this weird reaction. So thank God I'm not allergic to bees or anything. But it go, I, I got did it go like in the eye right once. into your spinal yeah, cord. Dude, I felt like Native. it was like in, into the spider verse when that you could see the little spider venom. So if I if I turn into a, a Camaro tomorrow. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if you hear about that, then you'll know what happened. But other than that, you know. But you caught a big bass. I caught a bass. big bass right before I got on. That really turned the day around. Nice one and a half pound bass. I'll post it maybe mm. on our Instagram story, loose con- at Loose Concept Pod, to give you a follow. But, um, yeah, so, and, and I'm with my boys right now. Well, so we're up to, we're up to a solid five. Solid five. solid five. I'll take that. It's a good... 
good medium median range to be at. I'm not. I'm a little banged up myself. I was out gardening all day yesterday, turning over the vegetable Ooh. garden. Then I mowed a couple lawns, and I was I got sunburn all up and down my back. My back was as Ooh. red as a tomato. Ooh. So I'm feeling pretty cooked myself. So we're just in rough shape here on loose concept. So loose concept after dark, off to a little bit of a, a rough rough start. But hey, we're battered, we're bruised, we're warriors though. We're yeah. That's right. We're staying strong. We may be knocked down, but we're not out. <laughs> we're not out. Down, Boy. but not out. Well, we're going to run this episode a little differently, as it is the final edition of the Magnificent May of Marble Movies. Marble Movies? Marble Movies. <laughs> Imagine if we were just talking about movies about marbles. It'd be great. Instead of Marble <laughs> next Movies. Year. The Marble yeah. Wars. We're no longer breaking down marbles. No, as as this is the final episode in our limited edition run of episodes we are branding the Magnificent May of Marvel movies, we're going to break things down a little differently. We're going to follow a little bit of a different path than you might be used used to. But hey, this is a loose concept. We keep it loose. And uh, yeah, we're just going to keep rolling with it. So starting out, things a little different. We're going to get right into, we're transitioning right into Right to the meat and the bones. What? This is like a, this is a, yeah, this is a full blown Thanksgiving dinner where you just go right for Shoot. the turkey. Those yeah, always end know? up bad. <laughs> I end up passed out on the couch. No green bean casserole. But my guts busted. But but we'll try. <laughs> well, that's this that's this episode. So we'll see if we can keep it together long enough to uh, make a little little gold out of this uh, mess. But yeah, we're going right into the movie of the week. We're talking the one and only Thor Ragnarok. Um, we're breaking it down. So we're going to start it off with Rudy back in his spot as the Boom. leadoff hitter. Boom. What What do you like best about this movie? What's the highlight? highlight. There's one, one, one thing. thing stands out. Remember, one thing or else you're off the, you're no, off, you're no, off the batting tight, order. Keep it tight. tight. Uh, it's the best scene. The best scene in this movie is the cameo with Matt Damon and Sam Neill um, where they're playing mm. the, <laughs> the death of Loki in front of Loki or Odin who is really secretly disguised as Loki, who secretly disguised as Odin. And it's just like, you got this big budget movie, Marvel, and out of nowhere, it's like, wait, is that Matt Damon? And it's just hilarious, and it's like a funny concept in itself, but also it's just amazing that it's the two, you know, major actors. And I was looking it up, the guy who plays Thor, can you guys guess who that is? Is is it uh, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Sean? I have no idea. Okay. It's going to blow your minds. It's Luke Hemsworth. It's Chris Hemsworth and what? Liam Hemsworth's other brother. What? Yes. The other brother <laughs> who didn't get famous. So I feel kind of bad for him because he's like living in the shadows of these two superstar brothers, <laughs> but he's got to love playing his brother as like this goofy. And making fun of him. Yeah, making fun of him. So that was the best part of the movie by far. Maybe he's like he's like a famous rugby player in Australia Probably, or something. Right? Super I think- handsome. <laughs> I think he's a soap opera star, so kind of the same thing. But um, yeah, I so full disclosure, this is my third time watching this movie. I think first time realizing that was Matt Damon totally went over my head the last two times I watched this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Just completely, completely missed it. And then this time I was watching it. I was uh, riding the exercise bike while I was watching. It. I was like, I had to stop riding and get off and walk closer <laughs> to the TV. I was like, is that Matt Damon? <laughs> you probably just block out his face. Give it away was the nose. He has that like chopped off nose look. Yeah. Like the end of his nose looks like it's missing. Oh. But yeah, no, definitely. I think that's that's a that's a good pull for sure. 
I'm an idiot because I didn't see it earlier, but yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. Third time's a charm. Yeah, right. Exactly. Third time's a charm. Sean, what do you think was the best? The best. I would say I loved the comedic element of Korg. Just the, the one-liners, <laughs> the heaters. He was just the best. And I know it's it's uh, it's voice acted by uh, Taika Waititi, Taika. the um, director. The director. Yeah. Director. Um, Director YTT. The director. Director YTT. Pulling my goodwill hunting. Yeah, he was just the best. I feel like he he provided these comedic um, elements to most of the movie. Just whenever he was in it, favorite part of the movie. Loved how he ended the movie, too, with... (laughs) I thought I killed him. That was so funny, too. I thought, oh, oh, he's still alive. I've just been carrying him around because I felt bad. That was hilarious. He is so funny, man. He's re- he should do stand up. How did you yeah, get here? Why? I started a revolution, well, but I didn't print enough pamphlets. So uh, that's only the my best mom. line in the movie. The line about the pamphlets just kills. My mom and his and her boyfriend showed up, who I hate. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just incredible. That yeah, that is definitely definitely a highlight for sure. Yeah. My best part was a little more general, but it's just the. The finally like pivoting and leaning into it, and they go even further with Endgame, but going all in on Chris Hemsworth as a com- com- comedic actor yeah. rather than this like Shakespearean hero guy. Instead, it's like, no, we're going this guy. He's slapstick. He's goofy. He's kind of just like a big jock. And uh, I think it pays off dividends. It's something that elevates this movie, not only beyond the previous Thor movies, which were just kind of like... Eh, you know, whatever. But it elevates it to like one of the best Marvel movies, which we'll get into a little later. But um, that for me was definitely the biggest highlight. I think he had, so I think he was in that Ghostbusters reboot before this came out. And that was kind of the big comedic awakening. But I think for a lot of people, this was sort of, Chris Hemsworth was, as a comedy actor, was a little bit of a untapped potential and they finally tapped into it with this one. I yeah. think that it really, I like that. Really pays off. It's it was either, so it was a toss up between either the his comedy chops or his haircut when he gets a haircut. Yes. Love a good chopped up haircut. Sort of gnarly looking. It's a good look. Stanley's a good barber. I don't know though. Facts. The flow is like next level when he had the flow. I, I was a big fan of the flow. Yeah, but it was a little too long. A little too long. We need to. We need the next uh, Thor that comes. Out. I guess they're making a Loki movie coming up. But in that movie, we need to see him with like some you know mid tier, lax bro tight level hair. I think. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> see I all the you. see all the styles, and then we could pick from the best. <laughs> yeah, and then that's what I'll go with moving forward. We're get, we're on a send out the bat signal because we're on a Chris Hemsworth hair watch alert right now. Word. So keep your eyes out for that. We'll stick snake draft style and pivot into worst here. Um, I'll start out. My worst part is I'm going with, well, this is another toss-up. It's a toss-up between <laughs> a, a more larger <laughs> larger aspect thing or another hair thing. So it's up to you guys. Would you prefer to hear the hair thing first or the uh, the larger hair thing? Hair thing? We're going Loki's hair. It's awful. It's really greasy. Super it looks greasy. dyed. Super greasy. Whoever was in charge of putting that together for this movie, just terrible. He... It didn't look so bad in the Avengers, which we just covered a few weeks ago, but um, this one is just I don't makeup know what and happened. hair failed. Yeah, they they uh, dropped the ball. You know, the wheels fall off there somewhere along the line. So that wasn't ideal. And then, in a, in a more larger sense, I think the uh, there's a, the movie feels a little imbalanced in that all the scenes that are on with Thor 
on the what's the place called Sakar yeah. or whatever. Sakar. Sicario. It's lighthearted. It's funny. It's comedy. It's good times. It's hilarious. You're cracking up. You know, we're vibing with the boys. It's awesome. And then you, you every time you pivot to Asgard and what's going on in Asgard, it's like this big downer letdown. Yeah. And it just feels like whoop, the move. Every time they pivot to Asgard, it's like hit the movies just cruise along and then it hits a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Here we're talking about Asgard. Scheming. Yeah. Yeah. It's political big snooze stuff. So I don't think I think I have some solutions that we'll get into later on on how to balance that out a little bit more. But um, before we do, Sean, where's part of the movie for you? It's it's riding those coattails. I just feel like any scene with you know Kate Blanchett's a really great actress, but I just feel like I'm I'm seconding your notion of any scene where she's before the ending. It's got you know there's the 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 beginning where she's kind of taking over, but there's just like that middle part where it's, it's flashing back and forth and she's like going just around as Asgard. And, um, it's just, they're having such a fun time on, on the other planet talking with Hulk Korg's there. Thor's doing one liners. Um, and then it just, like you said, hits a brick wall as soon as I feel like, and I don't know. I, I, I really, I don't know if it's just those scenes makes me feel like the villain is not very hyped up enough. Um, or I, I don't know if it's Kate Blanchett's acting, but I just feel like it was the writing that really, yeah. there was nothing going on back there. And it feels like two different movies um, on the rewatch. I, I really enjoyed it the first, and I think that those were just the parts where I, it just started to drag, so I'm cut. Well, stay tuned because I got solutions. Ooh, yeah, can't wait. I got solutions. Me- That's a got, tease, baby. Got that prescription medicine coming oh, in. I later. got the medicine this movie needs. It doesn't need a lot, but it needs some. Rudy, worst part for uh, you? Worst part for me is again early in the movie. This movie had early on best and worst parts. I hate the fact that Thor's, Thor's whore. <laughs> I hate the fact that Thor's hammer gets destroyed like right away and i understand yeah. and i know that he's gonna get this dope like axe hammer later on and it's really cool but like his hammer is just it's i love like in the initial scene where he's fighting that dragon and he just yeah. puts it like right on its on its lower it lip rules. and just it stops it immediately is it's just so clever and like they really use it more in this movie like he could basically fly because he could just use his hammer's momentum to carry him wherever he wants to go it's just like it's so cool. It's the aesthetic. It's the sound it makes when it tees off on a the skull of a what's what's Loki's creature name? I don't know. You guys aren't really nerdy enough to know, but yeah, that the wolf that part thing. Oh no, Loki. Well, I don't know what Loki. You know, he's like the blue people, uh, the Ice Man, Chuck Liddell, when he tees oh. off on the forehead. Chuck Liddell. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the blue guys. Yeah, the blue guys. Uh, so the yeah, avatars. That bothered me. Gotcha. You know, I feel you. Trying to make this movie better than it already is. I think it's a good movie, but trying to make it even better. Uh, let's head over to cut a scene, add a scene, where I'm going to... I don't know if you guys mentioned earlier how you might like this scene, but where where Thor is in Hulk's little bachelor pad on... Uh, what is it? Scar... Scarred... Scarred... Scar. Scarred. <laughs> And, you know, it's cool how how Hulk is eating the pumpkin, um, but I just thought that scene was dragged out, and it's just kind of weird. You have Naked Hulk. That's where I thought of Naked Hulk. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't about it. It just kind of like, 
it was a two. It was almost two and a half hours long, and I was like, "This is an added yeah. drag point." And maybe it was like because it's the middle of the yeah. movie, it's kind of dead air. So I'm cutting back on that yeah. a little bit. And in its place, I'd like to see mm, some more. You know, Jeff Goldblum, who I think absolutely crushed in this movie. Mm. Um, he keeps talking about Hulk as his champion and how much joy he he's brought him and stuff. I want to see like the montage of Hulk just kicking the crap out of all of these really tough looking guys. Like you get like I love it. someone gets blasted in from outer space and it's like this gigantic alien with guns for arms and Hulk just Let's destroys go. him. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is all incredible in, in this. He is He was born to play perfect. this. Yeah, he's like it's just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he is but turned up to like eleven and it rules. <laughs> he really just plays himself. Like he does not overact it at all. He's just like super yeah. mellow. <laughs> I think it works though. It works so perfectly. His like non reactions and he's just sort of absurd. I love it. It's great. <laughs> very good, weird. Good call. Yeah. Can never go wrong with a montage. Sean, how about you? Cut a scene, add a scene. What are you cutting in, cutting out, adding in? Yeah, so my cut a scene, add a scene. I feel like I want, as I talked about earlier, I want more Korg and I want more Hulk. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I just love the, the dynamic duo of those two guys. Just huge. Huge presences, uh, physically and comedically. Um, I feel like I don't really enjoy the parts where it's just Bruce Banner just like complaining, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when when uh, Thor constantly says the the sun's going love down. Love that. The sun's going down. <laughs> he thinks it's like the magic words to calm him down. Yeah, like, yeah. The sun's going down. The sun's going down. Um, but yeah, I just love both of those guys. I feel like they made the movie um, just hilarious. Uh, so I just want more of just them together. Quick side note. Wait, wait, before you go, I love how Sean has the pen in his hand right now. He looks like he's on like sports talk TV. (laughs) If only the people could see this, he's like gesturing with this pen and he looks like he's like writing down some, some notes while record backwards. It's incredible. This is, this is next level podcasting right here. He's like the Mike Francesa of this uh, podcast. It's great. Just need those weird headphones. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, they're like earplug headphones yeah go ahead carry on sorry to interrupt um but then i'm cutting like rudy said it's a two hour 11 minute runtime. yeah i'm cutting out that beginning part with dr strange i feel like you could have introduced odin and some other aspect i feel like he's really only there as like hey i'm still alive don't forget about (laughs) me yeah it's a little shoehorned there's gonna be another dr strange movie coming up soon yeah Um, yeah exactly but it's just kind of weird, um, and I feel like it's like a 15-minute like back and forth from when he gets to Earth, and then he's in his apartment or townhouse, whatever, and then, you know, I just feel like that was a little little unneeded. I like, I like the character of Doctor Strange. I just felt like <clears throat> that kind of dragged on, and it was like, get, get me to the plot. I do think those scenes are good, though, because they do sort of... Well, they're not really, like, plot-heavy. They do... They're more like tone setters, and you get the vibe that it's like this is a different type of Marvel movie. We're going like we're leaning into the comedy direction a little bit more. Yeah, you know, we're uh, this is we're getting more jokes off than we typically do on this on this. I per- guess because it's Taika man, it's Taika Waititi. If they, he took the lead on that, it, you know. Yeah. If they introduced Doctor Strange, I would have liked for them to continue him on into the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think but, it's I think like Sean, like you said, like. This is kind of a one-off little, like, side story almost. I would like to see an hour and a half max, you know, and just, like, keep it tight 
and it's yeah. not really adding a ton to the overall like MCU plot. And, and I'd like yeah. to see like more of these little one and a half hour movies. But I think that when you spend like a hundred million dollars or fifty million, however much they spend, it's probably like yeah. we can't cut back. You know? Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Yeah, no, I I one hundred percent agree. I'm all for like making these short and sweet little installments, especially these ones. I mean, that is one thing, you know, kind of getting back to the the worst of segment that I had down in my notes is that it, like, I wish they would have gone. They're leaning heavily into the comedy comedy sphere. I wish they would have leaned all the way into it. Yeah. I, do you still get the vibe that there's some like studio guys back there being like, ah, this might be getting a little too funny here. We gotta add in right. some epic stuff here, you know, or add in some action. It's like, no, just say, just commit to being a comedy movie, right? We're a comedy with capes on. Um, <laughs> comedy with capes on. Which I think kind of, you capes. know, goes back to what we were talking about is really like sort of the core issue with this movie. Um, I really liked this movie a lot. I was surprised again by the amount of times I was laughing during it. But uh, like I said, I want to lean all the way into that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw out a little cut of scene, out of scene, and we're also pivoting it into a recast the role. This is a very, this is a very complicated maneuver I'm about to pull here. It's going to knock <laughs> you guys back on your heels. So just, just prepare yourself. Get ready. So we all decided that Asgard scene is kind of lame, kind of boring, right? So yeah. I decided what they need instead of instead of going in on making this you know this Norse mythology tale and you're bringing all this stuff in the characters are fine it's all great whatever what it really needs is a recast of role so we're cutting we're cutting Kate uh, Blanchett out and so I'm not cutting out all these scenes I'm cutting out some of them but for, it all starts with the recast so I'm recasting Kate Blanchett with Kristen Wiig we're getting a full blown a comedy genius in there we're getting a comedy actress in there. We're leaning into the comedy thing all the way. Kate Blanchett, she's fine. She gets Full a few lean. jokes off, but it could be funnier. So we're going, we're going heavier into it. We've got she's there, she's cracking jokes. Um, we're getting Idris Elba a few jokes. That Idris Elba is a funny he dude. Is. We're breaking him, giving him a chance to ham it up a little bit. You know, Ooh, I like cut that. loose. And then here's my here's my real move. We are cutting the guy with the head tattoos. What's his Ooh, name? Squirt, Scourge. Scourge. Scourge of the traitor. Something Scourge, like that. Yeah. I'm cutting him in half, and I'm making two characters out of that, and it's going to be two separate guys that are going to be the henchmen to the evil villain, <laughs> and they're going to be played by Brett and Jemaine from Flight oh of the Concords. Oh, my word, yes. Bro. Hearing yeah. Korg, Korg talking his, yes. his his New Zealander accent, talking about handing out pamphlets <laughs> and stuff, I was just thinking to myself, how is Flight <laughs> of the Concords not in this movie? Dude, we got to get them in this I movie. I love it. And this is the that's way a, I figured out to do it. That's, that's a prime I love ad. it. Dude, there is so, so we're re- oh my gosh, there is so much comedy. My mind is just blown. You just blew it. There is so much comedy <laughs> in that in those two characters being henchmen. I just, just think about it, oh, dude. And so they're sort of like they're sort of there like fumbling and tripping over <laughs> yes. themselves while Kristen yes. Wiig is like cracking jokes about them at the same time, and it'd be awesome. Oh my it'd be gosh, so good. That'd be perfect. I think you could adjust a couple of the scenes there, um, just to get more. You know, the wolf, the big wolf is tight. He's cool. I'm leaving him in. Maybe more more scenes with that guy. You could cut out. I don't think you need the undead army. It's a little bit too Lord of the Rings, like, weirdish. Cut them out. We're just leaning into, you know, full-blown comedy. So that's my cut a scene, add a scene, recast a role, big combo maneuver there. All in a nice but, uh, present. Yeah, tied up. up with a bow. A, a Flight of the Concords colored bow. Dude, I love it. That's like, that might be the best take you've had on ever yeah how many episodes are we at now nine eight i feel like sometimes episode 10 
I feel like sometimes we come up with ideas, and I, I honestly, uh, at least with some of your guys' takes, I'm like, why aren't we editing movies? Like, why aren't we in this For writer's real? room? Dude, I'm going to send Taika an email. That. I'm sending him an email. He definitely <laughs> met, he messed stay, up. Hashtag stay humble. He missed, but, uh, he missed an opportunity here. Wow. Your next Marvel movie you direct, Taika, for heaven's sake, just reach out to Brett and Jermaine. Get them involved. The boys. Get the, the original boys, involved. boys Love it. Um, Dude, I, that's hard to follow yeah, up. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll follow yeah. it up. Because I know I can't. But I actually also <laughs> recast um, Scourge, Carl Urban, who's a cool guy. Carl Ur- Urban's really cool. Yeah. He plays that bad guy in the Bourne Definitely. movie. Among other things, I'm sure. Um, the Riders of Rohan. The Riders of Rohan. That's right. Shoot. Um, but I'm swapping him out with our boy, Lev Shriver. Shriver. Lev Shriver. Lev. Lev Shriver. Shriver. Okay. And I'm going full serious. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to go full comedic. And I think he's just a little bit more he's of like. It. A BA, he's just, you know, he's got that snarl, he's got that, he's a little yeah. more believable to be a bad guy. I know that, like, I think yeah. Carl Urban was good at being, like, the traitor and kind of just flip-flopping on whose side he's on, being kind of a wimp. Um, yeah. But I think I'd like to see Leave in there. So, that's my recast. But not, it's just candle Sean? to candle to yeah. that genius <laughs> thing you just, you just dropped on us without even giving us any kind of warning. Sorry. So good. This is a so good. Great episode for me. You guys You're just, just shooting your shot, dude. You're just shooting your shot. I love it. Just hype my ego. Sean, what's your recast? I didn't even think of the full lean into the comedic element on the, the villain side. I was going more um, I'm gonna get Cersei in here. Lena he- Hetty Heady. Ooh. Um I'm having her play Kate Blanchett's character, Hella. I can see that. Um I feel like Kate Blanchett, I don't know, as an actress, I feel like she, it's like trying to make Matt Damon a villain. It's like, you can't, yeah. it's like, it's already prescribed in my head that this is like a good person. <laughs> so I think Matt Damon could be a pretty darn good villain. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to fight against Matt Damon. Oh my gosh. So anti-Matt. He, <laughs> might, he, he, might, he might rebrand in his 50s to be a, a villain, but uh, yeah, so I'm just doing that simple switch out. But I, I can't, it doesn't compare to the Kristen Wig, just <laughs> dynamite move that that was. Guys, should I retire? I think you should. <laughs> was, You're well, not gonna come up with a better well, my take. Opinions, than, I think we, my yeah. opinions will never be better than no. that. We're not gonna have any podcasts in June, I guess. <laughs> I was just yeah, like I said, I was on the exercise bike while I was uh, watching this movie, and I guess just I was firing on all cylinders. Dude, it's getting that blood flowing. Yeah, as we pivot out into a miscellaneous notes or question, I did have one note here, which kind of, I guess, goes along with cut a scene, out a scene, but uh, I think the wolf should talk. I want a talking wolf, <laughs> the gigantic wolf. Yeah. Yep, with that cool, like, deep it's voice, good... like, where do you want us yeah. to go, madam? <laughs> I think, it, I think it, uh, it should be Arnold Schwarzenegger, that voice is oh, the wolf. Oh, come on. Oh, yes. That no. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Just the imagine voice. It, it opens its mouth and it's like, get to the chopper. Where, we, to the chopper. where do we put the Isengard? <laughs> Isengard, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's Asgard. Same thing. Same We're getting all these names mixed. <laughs> um, I had a question. Um, so this goes back to like Thor's invincibility. 
But at the beginning of the movie, you have him like smashing the orcs <laughs> that come out of the uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like when he does like the hammer twirl thing, it just like automatically kills anything that comes near it. Right. And it, like reminded <laughs> yeah. me. I don't know. Do you guys remember in uh, Super Smash Bros. on N sixty four when you played as Donkey Kong? And you just like continually yes. smash the floor with your like yeah, that move <laughs> just that it. no one can come close to you. I feel like it's that, and I was like, why doesn't Thor just do that all the time and just like whip his little exactly. thing around? Exactly, boom, boom, destroy boom, anything. Boom, boom. That's why they had to break the hammer so early on, I guess. Um, so he couldn't do that for the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> is this your favorite Thor? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah by far, I guess so. Yeah, I think it's my favorite. This Thor. is a confession, but uh, oh. this is the first Thor movie I watched. Ooh. Ooh. I watched it like kind of backwards because the first one came out and I, it got kind of mixed reviews and I was just kind of like not not about it. Yeah. Then the second one came out, just kind of slipped my mind. I think it was one of those years that like there's like four Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, you know, I love uh, Taika and so just gave it a chance and then I literally had to go back and watch the other two Thors to have <laughs> any idea what was going on. But To uh, get into a little bit of eyebrow talk, what do you think of the uh, dyed eyebrows in uh, Thor 1? Do you guys notice no. that? No. In Thor 1, he has dyed eyebrows. His eyebrows are dyed blonde and then progressively they stop undying that so like thor 2 they're a little really? darker and then by this one and the avengers he just has his normal i did eyebrows. not notice that but i was waiting for you to to bring up some kind of eyebrow oh my gosh <laughs> i'm looking at it right now that's horrendous <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize it when you're watching the movie but you look back on it the eyebrow scene is not ideal oh my god that had some heaters though that was like you know that was like thor just learning what earth is yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Where he's in like the diner and he's like smashes the coffee another. mug down. He's like another. Yeah. It's yeah. It's good, almost like when he, when he cuts his hair, if you do a side by side, he has brown hair. Yeah. In this movie. Yeah. Well, I think a blonde guy take that when your hair's shorter, it looks more brown than yeah. blonde, but he's, he has blonder hair than I do. So. Yeah. Could be either way. So take a break it down. Is this a is this a top twenty all timer? You guys. Ooh. Ooh. Where um, the rubber, when the rubber meets the road. I would say no. Yeah, I mean say no. no as well. I don't yeah. know that I have any Marvels in my top twenty, but um. Ooh. It's a fun movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it does lead us into our our next segment. We're gonna close out the magnificent May of Marvel movies with a bang right after this. I so love we figured that. to I love the right after this. So we figured to uh, cap out this whole series you've been doing, the Magnificent May of Marvel movies. We thought we'd finish it off with a bang. We got gonna have a little list talk. You know, everybody loves lists. Lists are the trend. We focus grouped this multiple times with a group of uh, Gen Z people, um, the youth, to figure out what they're digging. They're digging lists, so we're we're doing lists. We each made a separate top ten Marvel movie list. We're going to go through them, break them down, see what the similarities are, see if we can come up with a little uh, common ground and come up with the top five Marvel movies of all time, a loose concept Ooh. official. That may be, we may have uh, be biting off more than we can chew, but uh, what can I say? It's loose concept. We're ambitious, right? We got this. That's right, Elijah. Oh, yeah. All right, oh, so yeah. I figured we'd start off, we'll start off at the bottom and we'll just go, we'll go around 
and uh, let's start. We'll start with everybody doing ten and nine. Rudy, ten start and nine. With you. Yeah, ten and nine. So at number ten, I have Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, this is a movie that kicks some butt and was really great and ended on a note that no other Marvel movie had ended on before, where the super villain wins, wipes everybody out, and mm. we're left wondering. Is there going to be any kind of vengeance? Are we going to be able to get some of these people back? Um, so that's where, you know, I have number 10. I have Infinity War. Number 9, I have The Incredible Hulk, um, which is interesting because it came, I thought it came Edward before Norton. Iron Man, but with Edward Norton. Yeah, that movie was just super solid. You know, the action scenes where people are just firing things into the Hulk is awesome. <laughs> Edward Norton is solid. And uh, yeah, that's my mm. number 9 slot. I have that at number nine as well, actually. Oh, yeah, I think it's boys. low key, low key underrated a little bit. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a sort of a, bi- a, a, a product of a different time. You know, you watch it and it, it yep. like has a different vibe than the other ones because it was sort of a transitioner, and uh, they ended up obviously not using Edward Norton, but it's just a little weird compared with the other ones. But it, in a good sure. way, I think it sticks out a little bit. Well, what do you got at ten then? We'll just yeah. So, little clarification: we're just talking all Marvel in general, not necessarily just MCU. So, if you have a different one to throw in there, but at number ten, I have Guardians two. Um, not as funny as Guardians one, which we'll touch on. I'll touch on a little later. I don't know about you guys, but um, yeah, Kurt Russell's in it. Love Kurt Russell. Down with Kurt Russell. But he's Any super movies. weird. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but the he's Earth. like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like he's a planet. Like, yeah, he's a planet himself, Kurt, which is bizarre. Kurt a planet. The whole movie feels like a, a weird drug trip, but uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of dig that vibe. Yeah. I don't hate it. So, Sean, what do you have at 10 and 9? 10 and 9, I have Black Panther at 10. Ooh. Winter Soldier at 9. Mm. I know a lot of people love Winter Soldier, and obviously Black Panther. Yeah. Winter Soldier solid. I just love. I love. I loved Black Panther's world. Like I just. I felt like it was so removed from the rest of the of the universe. It was a good change up. Kind of being later on in the um, in the you know universe. I felt like a lot of the other movies have a have most of the characters in it, like Civil War and a couple of the other ones. So I liked the change up. Um, kind of yeah. discovering a new world. Um. And then Winter Soldier, I just felt like was a classic kind of early favorite um, of the new movies. You got the, you know, when they started to introduce Iron Man and then Thor and then Captain America, I thought it was just a, it was one of those ones that you kind of felt like, okay, these guys know what they're doing with Kevin Feige and um, Feige. the boys at Feige at the MCU. Feige. I always say that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually have any Captain Americas on this. <gasps> that dude's a snooze yes. fest with a capital S. Dude. Snooze. Well, I'm going to say, because I... It's Memorial Day weekend, have, dude. I have Sean's 10 and 9 at 8 and 7. Number 8, I got Black Panther. Ooh. And number 7, I have Captain America Winter Soldier. Black Panther. I think Black Panther may be a top 5 movie if you remove all of the hype that surrounded it. It went into I went into looking watching Black Panther with so much hype that this is like the <laughs> best movie that God has ever graced the earth with. That it was like super good and you know, the whole idea is cool. The whole like 
African aesthetic is cool. I really loved it. Yeah. But it just, like, I don't think any movie could live up to the amount of yeah. hype that it was given. Um, and then same thing like what Sean said with Captain America Winter Soldier. Just that whole, like, Bucky arc is super cool and just, you know, developing Captain America a little bit more into the leader that he is, that I think he is the great leader of this American country that's going to bring us through into the 20th century. Yeah, I mean, I was tempted. I think Black Panther is, like, it's probably, like, 11 on my list. I don't have it later on. But I think it's... I think in a lot of ways it became so overhyped that it, you know, like many things in culture, it swings back around to being under underhyped. But um, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, pretty much everything you pointed out, I agree with the uh, the aesthetic of it and the look and feel of it are very unique. I like. I think I looking at my list, I gravitate more to the MCU movies that are unlike the rest of the MCU <laughs> movies. I think so. Yeah, that one definitely sort ones. of fits into that category. Um, at on my uh, eight and se- seven and eight, eight and seven section, I have uh, at number eight I have Endgame, Avengers Endgame, okay. and number Ooh. seven I have Iron Man. Um, Yikes! Wow. Endgame, obviously. Uh, Gotta put it in there. You know, it's a yeah, it's like a it's a summation of everything. I think it it developed a lot of things. I think it wrapped to put a bow on things as well as you could have. Um, it's kind of like a season finale of a, a long-running TV show. There's not really a great way to end it, but the way they did, I think, was, you know, pretty poetic, and they left themselves some room to run after that. So, I think that I did. Uh, yeah, I dig that movie. I walked away thinking that was good, and it gets bonus points. I love Fat Thor. I'm all in. You know, <laughs> as we just as we just got done talking about, I love Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth as a comedy actor. So that whole bit throughout that movie is just incredible um big lebowski thor vibes so yeah. i'm just i'm down for that so that got That's it good. on the list and then uh iron man yeah it just feels like a we talked about it on the iron man episode but it just feels very quintessentially marvel movie as like yeah. the, go back and jumping. listen to that one go back right. and listen to loose concept episode number seven seven no loose, yes yeah seven. yeah loose concept seven uh, we talk about iron man break that down but yeah so that's my eight and seven. So eight, I have Guardians of the Galaxy two. Ooh. And then at number seven, oh. I've got Spider Man Homecoming with Tom Holland. Oh, nice. the intro to the new Spider Man. I haven't seen that one, so I guess I'm really not qual- qualified to make this. No, list. I haven't either. Really? Yeah. It's... Tell us how good it is, Sean, and why we should watch it. I don't want to hype it up too much, like the Black Panther. It, I just I liked the rebranding of spider-man um it it takes on the more like high school version or even middle school maybe whereas you don't have andrew garfield who i think was in his late 20s playing a high schooler um mm, yeah. I, I liked the um the, the kind of throw <laughs> or, or, to, or toby Maguire who was in his or, late 30s <laughs> or toby Maguire playing it uh doing uh <laughs> playing uh texas texas hold'em at night and also playing spider-man <laughs> during the day <laughs> but yeah it was just a good good uh good movie a reintroduction i i thought uh, tom holland brought a lot of energy to the character so was that far from home or homecoming which of the that tom was homecoming okay. that's the that's the first one so far from home was the recent one that came out after um oh Infinity gotcha War. yeah i've seen homecoming i haven't seen far from home yeah all right rudy what do you got at six and five yeah so as i about was about to say number six ant-man paul rudd one of the funniest marvel movies in the mcu 
just I Paul Rudd. I he I love Paul Rudd. He is so funny. He crushes it in this movie. He's playing the dad and Michael it, Pena. Michael Pena was also hilarious. Um, love that duo. Need more of them. Need like a definitely need like a Ant Man, Michael Pena, Chris Pratt, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Bradley Cooper, Rocket crossover. You know, I like that. that needs uh, to happen. I like I like when they have the weird teams form up. Like that's one thing. Going back to Ragnarok, one of the things I like about Thor Ragnarok is that they have like oh, it's like a Bizarro Universe Avengers, you know, with Thor and then uh, Loki <laughs> and Tessa Tom, uh, Tom. Is that her name? Tessa Thompson. Tessa. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. The Valkyrie and, uh, you know, the Hulk. It's just like it's sort of a weird mutated version of Avengers. I like when they do that. So, yeah, I'd, be, I'd definitely be down for yeah. getting those boys So together. I want to see that. And uh, number five I have, my boy, Cap. Captain America original. Wow. Ooh. Dude, you have the CGI skinny Steve Rogers get beat up in Brooklyn Alley, <laughs> yeah. defending his honor, standing up even when he, when laying down would get him off a couple punches, and he's just got the heart. He's jumping on the grenade as skinny Ooh. boy, little spaghetti arms Rogers, and he has just got the heart of a lion, and he gets selected, and he becomes overnight jacked boy Steve, yeah. and... You know, that movie just rocks from the beginning to the end. He's just, you know, wearing the tight shirts. He's just, you know, wooing all the ladies. And And in the midst of it all, he's still a massive snooze fest. (laughs) No, no. You're wrong. Wrong. Sean, what do you have at six and five? So six and five, I've got um, the original Iron Man. Thought that was just—I hmm. mean, you got to include in any top ten. So I'm sticking it yeah, right, sort of in the sure. middle. Um, and then I'm going Civil War. So Captain America: Civil War. Loved kind of the Avengers vibe to it, but I liked it more than um, the original Avengers or Age of Ultron was kind of trash. <laughs> yeah, that like, one's sort of like a, a low key, secretly Avengers movie. Yeah, I know. There's probably I, I didn't understand that. Eight to it's ten not a characters. Captain America movie. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an Avengers movie. I think I just, they had to. Like isn't that? I think that line. story. Yeah, I think that whole like story arc was a Captain America comment comic. Yes. To begin with, or something. So kind maybe of that's why they're tied to it. Figuring out who killed um, Tony's uh, parents, and then there's the whole just kind of breakup of the Avengers, which kind of leads them to yeah. um, the next movie. Gotcha. So I thought it was a good. Good middle ground, um, kind of takes it to the next era. Um, so, loved that I one. Feel that big Captain America. Fan. My six and my five. So number six, I'm actually lining. The stars are aligning with Rudy again. I'm going Ant Man at six as well. Wow, dude, we didn't discuss this beforehand. This is just totally <laughs> I know this is we these three lists were made completely separately. So we wanted to. Yeah, uh, I definitely didn't discuss it with you. So. <laughs> honest ranking, but yeah. Ant-Man at six, um, yeah, that, like you, I mean, we talked about it already. That movie's, I think, a little underrated. It's criminally. Paul Rudd's great. Michael Pena's great. Uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of good little... Evangeline Lilly is great. Um, that bald guy from House of Cards. The they're all good. Everyone's great in it. Yeah. So um, that's what I got at six. And then at five, Thor Ragnarok. The movie just talked wow. about. Coming yeah. in at five, yeah. High praise. It's great. Yeah, I mean, there. I just... 
rewatching it to talk about it on this pod, there are, I was surprised by the amount of times I was still laughing at it, even though I knew the joke was coming. It's super funny. Still cracks yeah. me up. So, Sean, what do you have at four and three? So four and three. I also, you know, you have it at five, but I have it at four. Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Just love the comedic element. I think it's a good rewatch. Um, think the comedy holds up. Holds up. Well. Yeah. Um, I think it would be probably number one with your, uh, with your uh, Elijah cut. Release the Elijah <laughs> cut. We're gonna Dude, start for real. it. Yeah. Trending. I 100% agree. Give him a couple mil. Take it to he'll, a new level. We'll do some reshoots. Kristen Wiig needs some needs a job right now, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I love Thor Ragnarok. Think it's a really great, um, just rewatchable movie. I think some of these movies, it's kind of like you watch it and you're just kind of done with it. It's like Iron yeah. Man two and three. I don't think I'll ever go back and watch those ones. Yeah, never. They, they um, just fall out the back of your head. Yeah. So I thought that was that deserves to be in the top five. And then I'm going End Game. At number three. Ooh. Wow. Felt like it was, you know, I, I, it lived up to the hype. I kind of lowered my expectations going in there because I knew that they weren't going to be able to, to live up to every single um, kind of bow being tied. Uh, but just loved the culmination, loved the buildup, thought it was thought it was good. Right on. Word. Rudy, yeah. four and three. Four. Original Avengers, Avengers Assemble, discussed on episode eight wow. of the Loose Concept pod- Podcast. Yeah, this movie, uh, and it's like, I guess it's like a little bit of a symbolic pick that like it's the first movie where they are all together and yeah. you got them all kicking butt together. Yeah, and you know, it's like another one of those iconic moments in cinema, cinema. that you know you remember seeing it in theaters, and that's why it's number three, number four, uh, number three. I got. A movie that I know you guys have on your top list, Guardians of the Galaxy, the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie, I was just talking about Black Panther, about how it was like so overhyped that it like lost some steam. Guardians was like so underhyped yes. that like no one thought it was gonna be good. They go into the theaters, dude. And Elijah, then just Elijah blown believed away. in it. But yeah, most people didn't think so. Yeah. And I like, was in, everyone. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say like as soon as people started watching it, then. People were like, wait a second, this movie rocks. This is amazing. What were you yeah. going to say? I just remember being like, hearing about the concept for the movie, like years out, two years out, and being like, that sounds like, hearing that they were going to make a movie with a talking raccoon and a tree. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid that I was like, it just might work. I was in early on, uh, on Guardians. I, so i have that here we are crossing paths again i have guardians at three as well number three Whoa. on my list guardians yeah it's dude a, what the heck it holds <laughs> up it's good i mean what can i say i think that's like the perfect it's a perfectly cast role for chris pratt um we didn't get to talk about it on a full episode but just to touch on it real quick that's like the ideal the middle ground of like action hero to comedy guy for Chris Pratt, it's like so perfectly in his wheelhouse. I think he's great. Bradley Cooper's great. Uh, Dave Bautista is like, just like every yeah. every character in the movie is spot it's on. The park. Yeah, and I like that it maintains the comedic element all the way throughout. You know, up to the end where he's just like doing the dance off at the end. You're <laughs> laughing the whole time. So so good. Yeah, that one to me is just I had high expectations going in. It lived up to all of them. Um, so that's my number three. Going back down to number four. This is where it might get a little controversial. I'm going outside MCU, 
We're going. I'm putting Spider-Man three. Oh my god! Not getting no love for Spider-Man three, the Tobey Maguire starring flick. Really? (laughs) It's electric from beginning to end. Just a series of insane events. I love it. I'm all in on it. We've got Sean. We have to. We have to give a silent moment now. Just, just we need complete silence (laughs) for like four minutes. I was not. That's we touched. We touched on it last Dude. week with Levi. I love it. We got Spider Man dancing. Don't even think that was in my top twenty. <laughs> You're Dang. like, it's like, I don't know if this happened in basketball, but it's like I imagine Steph Curry like sinking a three to like send him into overtime, and then missing like eight straight threes yeah. to lose the game. <laughs> that's exactly because, like, what it is. That's just such a after such a golden take. Ooh. The trash. <laughs> Spider Man three was like maybe the worst. Marvel movie oh ever God. made. <laughs> it was so bad. Which was what makes it great. You gotta embrace the terribleness of it. So oh, bad. Geez. So bad. How does it get to number four? I don't get that. Make <laughs> it put number it four. Eight, maybe. Have you seen that the the clip of him walking down the street just like the cat calling girls? He has his floppy oh, hair. So campy, dude. They freaking talk about it. They they critique it in in Spider-Verse because of how bad it was. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it's just comedy. The whole movie is just cringe, dude. I knew that was going to be a little <laughs> controversial, but it holds a very special place in my I appreciate heart. I think you that's where I first discovered my love for terrible, terrible movies. And, uh, Jeez. I appreciate you shooting your shot. <laughs> I think J.R. Smith is the uh, comparison, the NBA comparison for my uh, takes. Well, Sean, what's your one and two? Help, so help Rudy four, get gather himself here. Two is Guardians. Nice. Now, we can, we can quote Elijah back in whenever this came out. He was all in, and I was not having it. I was like, this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> They've got a raccoon played by Bradley Cooper. <laughs> what What is the tree thing? It's just there was so much going on, and it's it's become one of my favorites. Um, so got to put Guardians high on that list. And then number one, which we just discussed last week, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow. wow. High praise. It's time, dude. On the rewatch, so yeah. good. Yeah. So, dude, I feel like I wrongly left that off my list. Ooh, it's not Did even you... on the list. Whoa, Rudy, what do you know, got? It. What do you have? A two that. and one. Dang, Sean, I feel like I need to. Can we like redo all of this? <laughs> <laughs> At two and one, number two, Avengers Endgame. You guys mentioned it before. I think you guys didn't do a sufficient job of, because this movie wow. wasn't like, in and of itself, the movie's an eight, maybe eight point five. But the fact that it like sums up all of these character arcs and all of these other stories that weave in and out leaves Iron Man, who started the whole franchise, and you know who, spoiler alert, is my number one movie. Leaves him to be the hero who sacrifices his life to have you know his daughter have a better life. It's just incredible. That was like one of the best movies I've ever seen in theaters. It was you know. It met all my expectations. Didn't want anything to change about the movie. Number two. Number one, Iron Man. Discussed it on the pod. Episode seven. Wow. Number one. I've said enough there. That It's just, you know, I remember seeing it in theaters, and it was the movie that just started off this whole MCU with this rocket fuel of this, you know, totally radical character. Rescued Robert Downey Jr.'s acting career. Hmm. You know, launched this whole series that culminated in him giving his own life. Just perfect. And, you know, again, another movie I really wouldn't change a thing about it. Just good vibes. 
<laughs> yeah, so I can't wait to I hear mean, this. I can't argue. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with any of that, but I at number two I have into the Spider Verse as well. Um Yeah, that's a miss by me for sure. To be hyped to be hyped so much by Levi and others and get that much, you know, hype and then live up to it, I think it's just it hit it out of the park. It's great on it on many levels. Um I don't know that it stands up to the rewatch text because I I've only seen it that one time, but uh, I imagine I will rewatch it at some point and it will stand up because there's so many levels to it that I think will work over time. And uh, then at number one, you guys <laughs> feel free to log off, but uh, Spider-Man 1, the original, <laughs> with Tobey Maguire. Oh, my word. Dude. Willem Dafoe. Look at that cast. That cast is next level. Tobey Maguire. James Franco. Willem Dafoe. James Franco. Yeah, it's just like heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Kirsten Dunn. Every scene is electric. It's just... I love it. it was, and it was... I think it was really sort of the 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 launching point for all of marvel in general like it, it's well it wasn't like the one that wouldn't be part of the mcu i think it is sort of the birth of the modern superhero movie yeah. you look at the beats you look at the the comedy of it there's a lot of elements there that i think are like you still see today you know, i need to rewatch it i need to rewatch it yeah i think it, I, it's a- very cheesy and like levi said all the actors <laughs> look like they're like 40 years old but there are this <laughs> the bones of it and if you're looking close or if you sort of step back and blur your eyes up a little bit you can see the skeleton of what is to come for superhero movies as a whole it's a nice so, foreshadowing that's why it's my number one i'm just glad that you put that one above spider-man 3 <laughs> <laughs> I I could I couldn't have done that in good faith. Put Spider Man three at the top. Wow, they came out in two thousand two. Yeah. Real wow. quick before we uh, wrap up this episode and wrap up the uh, magnificent May of Marvel movies, um, can we can we just figure out which ones were on all of our lists? What made it onto every list so we can put together a sort of ramshackle top five real quick? So I think Spider Verse definitely deserves a slot in the top five. Okay. Um, Guardians. 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 I think definitely. we all had Endgame. Endgame. So and Ragnarok. Mm, Rudy didn't have two Rudy didn't have Ragnarok. Two out of three. Iron Man? We all do we all have Iron Man? I, I think I Iron, do not have Iron Man. You didn't have Iron Man in your top ten, Sean? Oh in my top ten, yeah. Yeah, put it in your top, top if if we all had it on top those are the ones I want to know. Which ones made all of our top tens? Oh yeah. Iron Man. Ant Man made not Sean's, but you and mine. Not mine. Um so, so we got Spider Spider Verse, Guardians, Iron Man, Endgame. Anybody put Civil War? Oh, Black or... Panther. Did you put Black Panther, Elijah? No, that was like I would put that at like eleven. I had Homecoming, Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Civil War. I didn't. I don't think either Rudy nor I, I didn't had have that either. So <laughs> I think we could put Black Panther number five. Uh, I don't know how. I well, where did you that. have it, Sean? What about Thor Ragnarok? I didn't have it on my list, but that's fine. It was, yeah. At the end of the day, it's just a list. It's, so, well, whatever that one is, we'll put it at five. We'll we'll put a tie. Black Panther, Thor, Ragnarok, tie. Put that there for sure. number five. That's fine. That's a that's the loose concept way. Not, <laughs> that's not the any rules. That's right. Uh, you top five, we'll give you six. <laughs> <laughs> it's loose. We're keeping it loose, baby. Um, Super. What loose. do you think? Endgame was probably a, at six. Is that where we had? Or do you guys had it pretty hot, Rudy? You had it at two. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I had it at three. Yeah, so I guess that would be higher up. What else is on there? Um, Iron Man. I had, I had Guardians th- at two. I had Guardians at three. I had Guardians at four. <laughs> yeah, so Guardians got to be pretty high too. So I think you're going. You're going probably. I think you're going 
Guardians are Endgame at one, and then Guardians are Endgame at two. Those are one two somehow. Yeah. I think we do Guardians one. I think that's. I think so. That's fine. Spread out between Guardians three. Endgame Spider Verse. Guardians Endgame Spider Verse Iron Man. Yeah, that's the four. Guardians Endgame Spider Verse Iron Man. And then Black some Panther sort of and... combination of Ragnarok and Black Panther. And Black Panther, I like yeah, it. I we'll like publish it too. publish all these publish all these lists for you guys, uh, you listeners, to uh, review and debate and tell us that we're idiots for and come after me on uh, cancel me on social media for my love of Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. I think but, uh, they should. I think they should. Yeah, this Deserved. was fun. Good way to end up end uh, magnificent May of Marvel movies. Um, feeling feeling strong coming after that. I can't believe May's over, boys. I feel like when yeah. I first pitched this it idea, just started, in April, dude. It's like we have all of May to do this, and now we're at our last yeah. May Marvel episode. We it's were crazy. young, young and naive. That's what's fun about a new podcast. It's like every episode is like a year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow! Remember when we first started? Yeah. Sean, before we close out, can you announce uh, what we're going to be watching on next week's episode of Loose Concept? So to kick off June, we're going into the Delta Waters mm. of Arkansas. A summer Mississippi. movie. A summer classic. A summer heater. A summer, summer classic mud, mud featuring Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. Ty, uh, Ty Sheridan, where he gets a start. That's right. And we may Perfect or may summer not movie. have a special guest. I don't know. Special Ooh. guest. Do we have money for that? Yeah. We're we're blowing out the uh, loose concept bank account, going all in on yeah. celebs. We're paying him in Bitcoin. I don't know, guys. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, make sure to follow Loose Concept on Instagram at Loose Concept Pod. Um, Make sure to subscribe on Apple and Spotify, preferably both. Why not? It doesn't cost you anything. It's totally free. Leave a review. Leave a rating. Let us know you're listening. And, uh, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, above all else, always keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it conceptual. That price on my head, was that dead or alive? No, Hey, I have an idea. How about we get back to the important topics, like the fact that I almost had my face cut off by a Decepticon. As a taxpayer, I would have lodged a complaint, as a matter of fact. You look gorgeous. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. <laughs> boys, we did it. Wow, boys. Dude, the Two hours pod. and 48 minutes left. Later. <laughs>